Okay, so um, a lot of people are getting their Blair Channers for Christmas. Um, and uh, this, this class is not designed to be a sales pitch. Um, the Blair Chanter is really expensive. Um, and it is really, really cool. But I'm not, tr this isn't to try to get you to go out and buy one. I don't think it's, you know, totally necessary unless you're a really, really diehard player. It is extremely cool. So what it is, is it's an electronic pipe chanter. Uh, but in my opinion, the, the quantum leap with this chanter is that it doesn't use electronic pickups on the holes. Okay. So in the old, uh, in, in the old school electronic MIDI chanter days, they were all done with electronic pickups. So, you know, the, the basically electronic circuitry that's created when your finger touches the pickup would indicate to the chanter whether or not that hole was supposed to be open and or closed. Okay. And then there's a couple of problems with that, right? Like technologically, there's a couple of problems. Problem number one is in some cases, like particularly on the burl, let's say, where the finger slides down across the hole and comes back, right? Unless your finger completely left the electronic pickup and there was no connection left with the pickup whatsoever, unless the, the uh, pinky completely left and came back, you wouldn't, it, it wouldn't register that the hole was open. And that's not necessarily realistic to how a burl works, right? Like, Maybe our hole, maybe our burl finger only 90% leaves the hole before it swipes back in reality, in realville, right? So, so the playability of the electronic pickup chanters was um, different than the playability of a regular chanter. It wasn't to say that it was bad. I mean, I loved my dagger chanter. I still have it. It just finally died on me. I probably spent a quadrillion hours on those, right? Um, what's cool about this is I really feel it's a quantum leap forward as far as actually feeling like a real chanter um, and actually playing like a real device. Um, because how does this one work? You guys know? Uh, because how this one works is it uses light sensors inside the holes instead of electronic pickups. Okay, so now ask yourself, how does a light sensor work? And, and I don't know this, like I'm not, a, I, I'm not involved with the engineering of this at all. I'm, this is just speculation, um, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. So how does a light sensor work? Okay, a light sensor works by sensing whether or not it sees light. And if it sees light, it can measure finger. It can measure distance fingers from the hole. Well, maybe I don't think that's what's happening here, though. So it basically says, "Do I see light or don't I?" If I don't see light, the hole must be what closed, right? And then if I do see light, the hole must be open. And that is how this works, right? 
So then, John, uh, the, the instant question is, can you play it in a dark room? I don't know. Uh, you want to find out? It's going to be kind of tricky because there's still going to be light coming from my monitors. There's still quite a bit of light. Um, let's, see if, let's see if this affects it at all. Maybe I'll put it under the table down here. Doesn't seem to make any difference. All right, I'll try and turn my monitors off. It's pretty, it's pretty dark in here. There's absolutely no difference in the uh, playability of the chanter. So, so it must be picking up very low levels of light. You can set yours to detect a finger that is still above the hole with no part of the finger on the hole. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Let me turn my lights back on. This is getting weird. Right, so uh, it uses some sort of magic. I mean, um, it, it must just actually be able to pick up really, really low levels of light. Um, so one of the big things, however, is that an experienced player will find that the settings out of the box don't work properly, all right? And that has to do with the threshold of the sensors that you set in the settings. Does that make sense to everybody? So what, what I found out of the box, and it, it's very similar to, uh, I remember I was hanging with Roddy McLeod at Kansas City, and, and he was having the same experience. Out of the box, who can tell me what the experience they experienced was? What was the, uh, what was the setback that needed to be adjusted? I just wanna see if we had the same experience. Anybody? Anybody? Who here has one? John Holcomb has one. Beth, I think, has one. Maybe nobody has one. And so this question is kind of open-ended. But what I found was that the, the factory settings, <laughs> lose just didn't work, okay? Um, but uh, the factory settings do not pick up grace notes properly, in my experience. All right, the grace note finger had to be lifted really far off the hole in order to get it to register. All right, now, because, and then, so the issue there is that the hole is requiring too much light in order to register that the hole is open. Okay, that's the way I read into it. Okay, so, and maybe I'm wrong about how this works, but I'm pretty sure I'm right, but I don't know, who knows? I'm pretty sure I'm right only because the changes that I made helped a lot. So, so the, the sensor is requiring too much light in order to register that the hole is open. All right, so what we need to do in the settings is change them. So in the... Hang on a second. Um, so when the thing is on, we want to go in our menu, we want to go to the advanced settings and then the sensor settings 
and you can see that each hole has a sensor. Now, by the factory default is all the sensors are set to zero. Got me? Um, and the, what we want to do is adjust those sensors. So I started with the G grace note finger, which was not registering properly. Hang on. I just want to turn this off. Shut down. So um, it was not registering properly. So I started with the G grace note finger. Okay, and I adjusted the settings so that, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen with you. All right. So I started with the high G finger and I, I, I tried to see if I could get it to register better by changing the, the settings on the threshold. And what I found after a, a variety of trial and error is plus 20 is the setting that got the um, finger to register correctly. Got that? And then what I found is basically 20 all the way down. So any finger that you're gonna play a grace note with needs to be set to just about 20. Okay? And then the, uh, the C and the B hole don't seem to matter. Factory settings seem pretty good. And then the low A hole, which is the one that we're gonna do the burl with, I found just slightly less than 20 to be the number that made sense for me. Everybody got me? And what I can do is um, I'll get the link. And then here's the link to my spreadsheet for those who are interested. Um, so you can, um, you can set your, yeah, your practice channel has trouble with the grace notes too. Yeah. So what I did is I used trial and error to really set the chanter the way I would like to play it. Now, somebody said on the forums like, oh, well, the sensors are different for everybody's playing style. The sensors are different, this, that, and the other thing. And just remember, I don't really think that's true, right? I'm 90% sure these settings would work really well for Roddy, okay? It's the people who have correct grace notes that need to increase the sensitivity of the light diodes or the light sensors. No, it's plus 20, right? So um, <coughs> I didn't like that, right? These are all positive numbers. Negative numbers would make the hole even less sensitive to light. That's how I sort of read it now, right? So the plus sign means more sensitive to light. Anyway, uh, does that make sense? So we want it to be more sensitive to light so it can pick up those infinitely small grace notes. Okay, so the result is Hey everybody, Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening.